definitely, I don't know, I got one of those like instant colds because I was working uh, two days ago. And then over the shift, I was just feeling shittier and shittier. Um, and then I was like, oh, maybe I'm uh, sick. And then I'm sick. So, yeah, one of those just, bam. It happens like that, doesn't it? No, it's unfortunate. So, uh, well, uh, how, how are you doing, Isaac? Doing all right. Uh, been on a bit of a bender for the last few days. But, uh, you know, just, just taking, a, taking a day by day, right? Mm-hmm. The, uh, dumb, dumb question. What, what do you exactly mean by bender? If I, if I may ask. Copious amounts of uh liquor, uh weed, and a few other things. Okay, that's what I thought. I was just just making sure. I just just so we're on the same page, you know. Can't yeah, can't course. go to six cast without um declaring, um such things. But mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. that's, that's nice. That's nice. Um, what was I ask? Oh, Isaac, uh, congrats on the Russell Westbrook, uh, going to the Clippers. Um, yeah, thank you. It's, I'm happy he gets to stay home. You know. Too bad the Lakers don't know how to run a team. Yeah. But oh. now he's going to the Clippers, a storied organization for knowing how to run a team. <laughs> so, you know, uh, that's going to be fun. But um, yeah, sorry he didn't go to the Bulls. Uh, yeah, it's fine. The, the Bulls are going to hell this year, I think. Um, yeah. That's just the way it is. One of these days, finally see the Bulls get their ring. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. I the This cold has drained literally all of my energy we're gonna do the six cast but oh, sure? we can, we can no 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 i want to do it it's also like after tomorrow i am just slammed with work so it would oh, just yeah. make the most sense no no i i can do this um all right let's do it yeah let's do it uh <laughs> what was i gonna say though uh fuck are the clippers even like in the standings to make the playoffs right now yeah, they're they're up there. I mean, they're they're not like favorites. Um, let me. I don't know exactly where they are. They're Ooh, definitely oh. better than the Lakers, which is yeah. They're like fourth in the West right now, so they're doing all right. Yeah, they're doing all right. Okay, I I they're forgot the Kings, which is really weird to say, but uh, yeah, yeah. I forgot that. Uh... Never mind. Oh God, that lamp's too hot. Sorry, I'm turning that off. Okay. Woo! Um, no, yeah, I forgot he was even on like the Utah. Like, got traded to the Jazz. I thought right. he was kind of just out in the void. So, uh, right. no, yeah. Um, I don't. Know. Uh, I besides uh drinking and uh smoking, uh, you do anything this weekend? Uh, you know, I did read a little bit about Burundi. Uh, we got oh Burundi week. Uh, yeah, let's, let's, I don't know let's if do you it. Notice this. Um, but so for the United Nations Climate Change Action, Burundi and a few other developing countries are actually taking some pretty drastic steps. Burundi itself, uh, let me find the fact. Um, so Burundi's planning to pr- provide clean and efficient cook stoves to 311,000 households to re- electrify 800 schools and health centers and to install 58 electricity mini grids in rural communities between 2020 and 2026. They're also looking to increase its total area of forest cover by about 20% by 2025. So both really cool things. They're doing more than we are, um, probably. Uh, and so that's that's always good. Um, another big story. Uh, they're also camp- Burundi's also campaigning uh, currently to basically 
I guess draw back or I think the article said woo back. Yeah, I saw um, that. <laughs> yeah. Uh refugees who fled because of their like coup back in like 2015. Um yeah. So that's, you know, it's it's good that they're seeing a little bit of signs of stability. Uh, I think they have like 200,000 refugees have returned to Burundi since 2017, I think. Um, so always, always good to see. Uh, but yeah, pretty, pretty good week for uh, Burundi in terms of news. Yeah, I'm seeing this wholesome headline of the a refugee baker from Congo builds his mm-hmm. business in Burundi. And he's just smiling there with some bread. Hold on, I'll share the screen. Mm-hmm. Very Looks a very happy man. Um, Where is it? Oh, there he is. This looks like some good-ass bread, too. Ah, dang. Mm. What type of bread do you think that is? I I, I don't know. I'm not really a big bread guy, if I'm being honest. I know, like, that's not ciabatta. I can tell you that's not ciabatta and that's not (laughs) holler. I don't Uh, think that's sourdough. Um, That sounded like a punchline to a joke or something. Sorry. Um, I thought... And ain't no ciabatta, that's for sure. Um, no, yeah, uh, oh. I don't know. It looks good though. I, I, I would, I would chomp that. So, oh, all right. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm stopping the share. Also, I'm gonna take this sweater off. I'm really hot. So, uh, Isaac, strip, uh, strip, you, strip, I'll let you cover. Strip, 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 strip. Hey, there we go. Hey, just just in time for magic, Mike. Am I right or am I right? Oh, you didn't hear that. Just in time for magic, Mike. Right, Mills. Oh yeah, I never got to see that movie. Fuck, I forgot about that. Not yet. Not yet. No, yeah, not yet. I I haven't seen any movies at the theater in a long time now, or by a long time. Yeah, the last one was Lyle Lyle Crocodile for me. So, really? You know, no, wait, that's not true. It's Avatar. No, I'm tripping. My bad. Okay, because Lyle, uh, Lyle Crocodile. <laughs> I was like, you definitely saw some stuff over like winter break. Because mm-hmm. I yeah, I saw Avatar. In winter break, oh, I was like, what was the other one? Uh, um, what did you see? Oh, the menu. The menu. I think the menu is the most recent one. Uh, okay, what was the last one I saw in theaters? I was Puss in Boots, I think. No, oh, yeah. what was that? That was amazing. Um, but speaking of watching movies, this is a special one, at least for me. And we're covering the film Paprika today. Um, let me, I'll, I guess I'll do the synopsis, but then I can try to, um, do my own after that paprika directed by satoshi cone uh came out in 2006 um the synopsis is this is your brain on anime um when a machine that allows therapists to enter their patient's dream is stolen all hell breaks loose only a young female therapist can stop it paprika um so yeah, that's the movie. Uh, I've seen this before, and um, I don't know. I not only this has been on my like rewatch list for a long time now, uh, but then also I was like, oh, interested in what Isaac would think. Um, and it's kind of interesting movie to talk about on the Sticks cast. So Isaac, what did you think of Paprika? You know, I think you'll happy to be, to I'll be I think you'll be happy to hear it. I I enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um it's I wouldn't say it's trippy, but it definitely does mess with you a little bit, which I loved because it mm-hmm. was definitely just like ridiculous at parts, which was and they they did it in a really fun way. Um 
because obviously you know the whole point of the film is hey we're dealing with like you know people's brains and their subconscious right um and so basically it just gets really chaotic right so i was a big fan um i didn't know it was happening half the time but yeah. it was it was a great it was a great time yeah if anyone says they knew what was like happening like no. first time they're fucking liars um mm-hmm. i like especially when the director his goal of his films is literally like he's expressed how a film isn't like worth watching if it isn't like challenging you but he takes that to kind of like a extreme degree in a way um and i think a little bit too much in this film um but like yeah no i i'm glad you uh liked it this is definitely the most chaotic um because it's funny because like the movie itself is about dreams and it's both like night dreaming but also daydreaming as well daydreaming is a significant part of it um but the film is a lot structured like a dream where it's kind of hard to keep up with it um in of itself um so yeah it's really confusing but um isaac i'm interested if um how should i put this if you you already have your best shot to do like a quick one minute summary um actually before that so we avoid if like people genuinely watch this and no spoilers um Mm -hmm. i also think yeah i think it's really good it's some of the best like in terms in terms of animation ever made it's still like the colors are so nice the editing is insane um and uh obviously the fucking music is baller as balls in this movie um it's made by the guy that also does the guts theme song or whatever the sad theme song um so and his music there's not it's very like you can't really put a genre to it it's really weird um Mm -hmm. But it was my, I think the main theme song of this was my second most listened to song last year. So, um, yeah, really good movie. Um, but Isaac, if you were to give, I'm going to give you one minute and I want you to try to explain what happened in this film. You think you can do it? Uh, God, um, probably not. Great. Uh, One minute starts now. All right, so it's all right. So it, what year is it made again? Two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. All right, so it's just if you've seen Inception, it just imagine that, right? Um, but instead of Christopher Nolan, it's it's anime, right? Um, so basically, they make this like machine that's like, oh, I can see your dreams and I can enter your dreams, but like it's a prototype, so there's no like restrictions and stuff, right? And that's the whole issue because then they start getting people going into other people's dreams when they're not supposed to be in there, and then like, uh. Through a series of events. How do I get there? Hold on. All right. So basically inside the dreams, there's like diff because obviously there's like the conscious and the subconscious, right? Wow. I only have 15 seconds left. All right. And then, so basically they're like, they're a bunch of people and then they go in a parade and then there's a big parade and then they're trying to stop the, the big, I don't want to spoil it, but they want to no. stop the guy who right. stole it, you know, and, uh, and then they, uh, they, yeah, it's, it's all dreams. Yeah, that's, that's difficult. That's really difficult, actually. I can't lie. <laughs> that was really good. That was impressive, though. I mean, you covered a lot of the, a lot of the beats of it. Um, but yeah, there. I mean, there's a lot yeah. to un unpack. Um, and yeah, the Christopher Nolan, um, definitely he 
Um, he definitely ripped this shit off. Yeah, yeah, he, and he didn't really <laughs> yeah. he didn't no, credit he didn't. it. That was the other thing. I've really been I kind of don't like him as much anymore because it's like, oh, yeah. okay, dog, you're too cool for mm-hmm. this. Fuck you. Um, but yeah, like yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they there's a the device, the DC mini that's used for the hijacking dreams is like stolen, and they're trying to figure out how, who it is. And then I'm not even going to be. I'll be honest. I'm still kind of confused of who exactly steals it. Because mm-hmm. it's like sort of Himuru, who's like the second developer of it. But then the guy that is also works with him uses him to take yeah. the device. Mm-hmm. And then he's, I don't, I'm still kind of a little bit confused about his motive. Cause then he's, he's also like wants to work for the chairman. The chairman's motives, I think, are the most <clears throat> clear. And obvious yeah. in this film, and it, it, they're still really cool. Of uh, the mm-hmm. chairman is like this dude on a wheelchair, and the whole time he's hating on this machine because he's on a wheelchair, and he's like, "Hey, dreams mean more to me than you." Which, yeah, exactly. You know, may, maybe in this current landscape of talking about like ableism, I don't know wh- where that sits, but whatever. It's it's a if movie. it's his view, it's his view. It's yeah, view. we're not yeah. touching that. And like, he does have a point. I like this idea of like. Because someone else in some YouTube video I remember watching a while ago said that, like, uh, dreams, right? I mean, sleeping, but, like, dreams take up an insane amount of, like, our lifetime, you know? Like, not only do we dream while we're sleeping, and those dreams can range from, I like how they put it, where it's, like, earlier on in the REM cycle, it's, like, uh shorts and then later on becomes like full feature length films mm-hmm. um but there's the combination of that and then uh oh and then just daydreaming too which is like such a big right. part and i think that's that's a lot of like the officer is doing sort of i like to think because like he's not getting transported into a computer he's just kind of like i don't I do that that alone of like him on the yeah like the weird website and then yeah it's wild um because i don't know if that's just him strapping into the dc man it's yeah um but yeah so that that chairman guy or whatever he's like yo yeah like dreams are so they're like this holy ground and he sees this like development of technology that infiltrating Mm -hmm. that holy ground so then he wants to like dominate it or control it um Mm -hmm. And I think there's probably a message in this film about like, there's definitely something about controlling dreams. I think that's a big theme here in terms of like, you have the main doctor sort of having an odd relationship with like her alter ego self with Paprika. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's not able to dream. And then you have the detective who is trying to, who's having trauma with like, his dream of being a filmmaker and stuff like that. And then also like a friend. Uh, it's yeah. And the, the, he's trying to control. I don't know. So it's a lot of this. It's a weird relationship between our dreams. Um, and the main thing is that what chaos erupts when you merge dreams together. Um, mm-hmm. but, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I what did you take away from, Who's your favorite uh, character in this film? That's a good question. Um, I mean, I would definitely say that it's 
I would definitely say that uh, it depends. All right. It, see, it gets tricky now because then it depends on what your definition of a character is, right? Because you have people. Um, uh, what's the main lady's name? Really bad with names still. Episode oh, 30. well, to be fair, she has like three fucking names. It's yeah, like yeah. Atsuko. I think that's her name. Mm-hmm. Atsuko is like her one name and then at cham is another and then right. like the doctor name um yeah i know what you're talking about though there's a lot um yeah. so it, it really gets complicated because then you have one character splitting into like two or three in that case um i honestly i honestly don't know i think just like come back to me let me, let okay. me think about this for a second how well, about you who is your favorite character i I still, like, only maybe just because I fully understand that I like the chairman the most. I think mm-hmm. that what I gained the most from my second rewatch is I understood the detective character a bit more um, and liked his story a lot. Because um, mm-hmm. I think maybe it was just, he was just a lot more lost on me. But I, I kind of yeah. like that relationship he has of... there's I think there's... Like, someone maybe... There is an actual person, like, he made it a film with that, like, either died or kind of went away. But also it was like his artistic self that died as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's just kind of fascinating. Um, and I, I also, it's clear that the director is putting himself into that role a bit of like, he's also a filmmaker. Cause this was, um, this was Satoshi Kon's last like film. And then he's planning on changing his career um, a bit, but then he died. So um right. Yeah, that's why, like, at the end of the film, you see the detective look going into a theater, and it's Satoshi Kon's own, like, movies as the posters. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you see the Tokyo Godfathers poster? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. It's it's wild. because And it's clear. I think that's also sort of what hurts the film a little bit, is it's clear, like, Satoshi Kon, like, this was his biggest, like, most ambitious creative project and he wanted to go out with a bang but i also don't mm-hmm. think he really gave a fuck so right. he was like i don't give a shit if like the way this film is structured actually like i think in his other films there is also this immersion of like reality and something else and it works a lot this one i think it does it so hard that it low-key impacts and hurts a little bit of what the film is trying to say at some mm-hmm. points and takes away some emotional weight from it but it's also like who the fuck cares dude you made like some amazing movies beforehand and it's like if it's your last one like go for it why not yeah fair um oh then one more before i go back to you on your character um Mm -hmm. i like to say that uh or note that Aaliyah, um when we were watching this together um she says that the uh who's a little scientist man um whatever oh the bald guy yeah yeah Uh, (laughs) fuck um I have no idea what his name is. Yeah. Um, but if they were to do a live action adaptation, he would easily be Danny DeVito. Um, that would be yeah. the perfect yeah. casting. So yeah. um, <laughs> Netflix, Netflix. Oh god. Yeah. This this movie. Oh, they already did do a shitty live action uh remake of it. It's called Inception. Oh we'll get fucked. Okay. Anyways, That's um shitty, man. I, don't, I literally like I can't like I like the five movie. star movie. That's like one of the best movies ever made. I was well, like I watched Inception in maybe like when I was a sophomore in high school, 
and I really liked it. But um, I like I, I got it. I'm gonna die on a sword for Satoshi Kon. So I'm always no, I, I respect that. Um, it's the same thing with me with a, the other movies that were ripped off from Satoshi Kon, uh, like the Darren Aronofsky's uh, Black Swan or right. and uh, Requiem for a Dream. Like I really like those movies, but they kind of just take and don't really pay. Uh, I don't know. It just pisses me off, um, especially because. If Americans, I think it's getting better. If Americans start to respect like anime a bit more, interest in some like there's anime that's just bad. Like it's like any other fucking media. It's not better. It's not worse. Um, I don't know. Piss me off. Anyways, Isaac. No, um, get it. Yeah. But yeah, back to, back to you. If you thought of one. Uh yeah, I, I mean honestly, God, I hate to be basic and just use the main character, but honestly, Doctor Shiba. Mm. Got to give her props. Um, you know, I, I'm a big fan of like multidimensional characters and especially in this case when you have literally a character with multiple characters inside, you know, I'm a big fan mm-hmm. of that. Um, and you know, it's really reminiscent of, uh, I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, there's a series, I think it came out like around 2015, 2018, somewhere in that three year range. Mm-hmm. Um, it was called, uh, it invaded, which is like a very, very, very similar plot. Mm-hmm. Um, or I guess concepts. Um, definitely not well yeah similar plot too um but it just you know she reminded me of a lot of just like the uh i, I guess the, just the 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 way that she and then her sub characters would navigate the world like you know there's one point where Rubrica like stepped inside like like Mar- like you know like uh mario 64 she basically stepped inside like a poster yeah you know, yeah, just yeah. Got a horse that yeah. was sick you know i i really like that i think having like Again, just having a multi-dimensional character with a lot of different characteristics, and then having an identity crisis inside a dream—I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would have to <laughs> def- definitely my favorite character. I like the way you put that of like an identity crisis in a dream because I think a, a lot yeah. of people like low key suffer that of some forms of like how they dream of themselves, especially like daydreaming wise, or like their dream—you know, their ambition or goal or dream might right. conflict with what they actually are or want to be um right. yeah i because i can't like put to words the relationship between dr chiba and paprika it's really mm-hmm. interesting because like and she's clearly so linked to it that it's part of her like her subconscious like almost at all times right um but uh, yeah i it's wild i don't know and the, the ending of the movie is so funny i'm just like her the the like oh needs a little spice and then paprika is like yeah do, like i when i was rewatching, i was like okay maybe i can i think i can do this maybe i can start to kind of explain it a bit and then once it gets to like that final act you just kind of have to give up and then it's just like um yeah i don't know because yeah then you have the chairman becomes a huge like spirit man who then just i like the idea where he's like i'm gonna spread dreams to all the disabled people across the world and then he just blows up buildings for the fun of it or whatever <laughs> it's like what the um <clears throat> i don't know it's just funny um and then yeah paprika like they make a baby and a robot and the baby grows up by sucking the void of the chairman um yeah it's all weird 
Yeah. Um, what did you think of the parade uh sequence, Isaac? I love all which one? I loved all of the parade sequences. <laughs> it's just a lot of fun. Like there was, you know, there was like the one where the dude, the Danny DeVito dude, just like got inflated and he like yeah. blew up, you know. <laughs> and then there was the one where they had a bunch of like I I don't know how to explain it. They had a bunch of like not you know when they had a bunch of of like the guys who were like maybe like three foot tall but they also had like two foot tall heads you know they looked like bobbleheads oh yeah like eating each other that was a lot of fun it, it, it all was really fun and again that's going back to what i was talking about earlier about how just chaotic it was but at the same time it had a very clear vision despite all of that you know yeah. going on so I, lo- yeah. I loved all the parade sequences. Honestly, probably the best part of the film. Yeah, I th- I think that that's what sold me on it. Like especially like those parade, like the like the muse that swelly music of it's like both like very cheerful, but then it's kind of like nauseatingly like overwhelming in a, in a way, and just all mm-hmm. the image imagery going on of like the Statue of Liberty. I don't know if you want to like just go down a rabbit hole, like go, uh, find that scene on YouTube, but then see people's like interpretations of it in the comments. And it's just there's so much going on. Um, and I I am like. I am confused necessarily what the the parade itself is as if, like if it's just a carrier of the worldwide dream. Right. 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 Um, and maybe that's like, because then it's clear like that parade is in full fruition at the end, and where I don't know, because then that's where like Satoshi Kon's putting like the problems of like Japan, or at least in two thousand seven in the parade, mm-hmm. where you had like the workers uh, committing suicide, mm-hmm. or um, I don't know. Some of them I saw like some people that point out on YouTube. There's like the moms holding the babies, but there's like money growing out of them or something like that and it's like Mm -hmm. moms that probably have kids just for uh the investment um they and then there's like the homeless encampments um and there's like the mayors fighting for political power um but there's also just like simple shit like just like ducks and like toys and i it's so chaotic um but yeah i can't really Put my words to like what exactly that festival they're the parade itself supposed to be but um mm-hmm. yeah no but um cool but Isaac, i'm glad that you like the film at least it's that yeah, one of course um um which one uh do you like uh, more this or tokyo godfathers honestly i like this i mean like i thought tokyo godfathers was really good and i still think it's really good but like I don't know. I think this one's just like there's just a lot more depth, in my opinion, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh yeah. This like it's just like a complete monster in and of itself. Yeah. It's a, yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. I also did you watch this like inebriated or anything like that, or were you watching the Stone? No, I watched. I watched this one Stone. Cold okay. Stone. <laughs> yeah. I. Yeah. I if I, if I did that high, I don't know how that would go, man. Your brain, like. This movie would it already makes hurts my brain a little bit once I finish it, but then it's also like oh, it's so cathartic mm-hmm. like finishing it. But it, I like yeah, if you're a high watching this, your brain would fucking explode. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I, I agree. Hold on. Oh yeah, I think yeah. Oh, sorry. 
but yeah, I think um, I, I I think I have to add this to the list of films I really want to watch. High, yeah. Um, like for example, uh, what's the next one I have to watch? I'm about to watch uh the first Mobile Suit, uh Gundam movie. Oh, um, that sounds from, like, fun. Like 1981, you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it it it's going on the list. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I maybe one of these days because yeah, I'll definitely be coming back to this film. Um, yeah. it's one of those. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, um, fuck. What was I gonna say? Was <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Um, but yeah. So Isaac, uh, what did you uh, end up giving uh, Paprika? I think I gave it a a four out of five. It was okay. really good. Yeah, it was really good. Love yeah, it. that's what, what it's. It's for me. I think it's a four out of five. It's like, hey, there we go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Who would have thought? It's it's the ideas and the ambition and the music and animations, like everything. It just it's clear. What's what's holding it back is that the director was just kind of like fuck it, um, which then makes it a bit messy. Um, That being said, I think that to a certain degree, I really I did like that because it is like. I like it when directors kind of like reflect, I guess, themselves in their works, and it's different putting uh, themselves in their work than reflecting it, right? Yeah. But I, I liked it. I thought it added a bit of character. Yeah. No, I like literally wouldn't change anything about this film at all. I just have mm-hmm. to like it's it's the way it's made. I wouldn't even change. I just have to reflect. Like, me giving it five would assume, mm-hmm. um, and I, I the only reason I've don't give it like a perfect score is this I've seen what this guy can do with like a tiny bit more restraint and it becomes like a perfect film. Right. So I think that's fair. Um, no. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Isaac, you, you, you're, if you think about it, you are one, two, three. I think you're already halfway done of Satoshi Cohen's main feature films. Really? So hey, there's, there's only perfect blue and, Millennium I, I, actress that is on left. The list. I do, I do really want to watch Perfect Blue. Yeah. I think that's going to be my next one, but we'll see. But yeah, and yeah. you're bored. I think Millennium Actress is also free on YouTube, like Tokyo oh, Godfather. Really? Yeah. All right. Good to so, know. um, also, what probably doesn't help. This movie kind of makes me want to be, or at least know Japanese, because like it doesn't help yeah. that I'm having to read subtitles and the it's like very dense dialogue, like scenes. Um. So that's the same thing as like Ghost in the Shell is I wish I like knew Japanese because it was like part of it was like literally just kind of reading a novel because it's there's mm-hmm. so much dialogue. Right. Um but yeah, so all right. Well, Isaac, I think we fit uh covered most of it. Um I don't know. Um is there a movie you have in mind you want to cover for next week so the audience knows? Let me uh let me pull up my list real quick and I'll oh, distract yeah. them. Um Let's see. How should I distract you guys this time? I've been playing um, Ocarina of Time. It's a really fun game, even though it's uh, probably it's older than me. I think, uh, maybe, not sure. Um, it's a really, really, really fun game. Um, All right, got one, got one. What um, is it? So actually, uh, all. Yeah, I think that would be fun. Actually, no. Or... So have you ever seen? Have you ever seen Lawrence of Arabia? No, I haven't. Oh my god! 
<laughs> we can do that. I like he chose like a four hour film, but we can do it. Oh my god. <laughs> we can do a shorter one. It's fine. No, I, mean, listen, I don't no, know if you've ever seen a four hour film. I watched the Zack Snyder uh Justice League cut and I, I had a good time. Let me uh, hold alternatively on. we could do we could do Repo Man, the pianist. Uh oh wait, 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 wait. Usual suspects could be good. Um You know what's really funny, Isaac? So when you said the pianist. I thought you were talking about the grand piano or whatever, which is like the somewhat obscure film. And it's about, it's, it's, um, about a guy who is like, Oh yeah. Wait, I'll read the plot synopsis play. Oh, whoa. Uh, play or die moments before his comeback performance, a concert pianist who suffers from stage fright discovers a note written on his music sheet. Okay. That doesn't help. Um, he has a sniper aimed at him, and if he plays what? the wrong note or whatever, then he dies. <laughs> so that's how it's like. Now I want to watch that. I mean, if you want to do that, but you choose. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll yeah. So out. and well, they at least know the range, so they can watch all four or five of those films mm-hmm. in preparation. It'd be really funny. It's like we don't do Lawrence of Arabia, and they watch that the whole film. Um, oh yeah, that, I wanted to see really quick if it's that long or not mm-hmm. um let's see lawrence of arabia it's a long one i know that holy fuck. 228 minutes so that's divided by minutes that's almost yeah it's almost four hours wow oh my god yeah, it's... it's 12 minutes off four hours holy i shit. okay only because th- that might need to be something wait till like spring break maybe okay, i think that's fair i think that's fair but I'll we'll text I'll text about it. We'll figure out between one of those. Uh, so, so, all right. Is there any final closing thoughts before we end the six cast? Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up!